0: You're a very difficult person to contact, Spider-Man. You're Nick Fury. And you just shot Ned. Just a mild tranquilizer, he'll be all right. So good to finally meet you. I saw you at the funeral, but I didn't think that was a good time to exchange numbers. No, that would have been really inappropriate. That's what I just said. Right. The important thing is, you're here. I tried to bring you here, you avoided me, and now you're here. What a coincidence. Wait, was this a coincidence? I used to know everything. Then i come back five years later, and now I know nothing. No intel, no team, and a high school kid is dodging my calls.
1: Hello, Popheads, and welcome to issue 117 of the Tomcast Popcast, coming to you from the friendly confines of the Tom Cave. My name is Tom. Thank you so much for listening to this quality, independent podcast about pop culture and all the things you love, because that's what we do here. Please make sure you're following our show on the social media. We are at Tomcast Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show at TomCastPopcast at gmail.com. And finally, if you're up for it, become an official member of Pophead Nation by heading over to patreon.com forward slash TomCastPopCast, where you get access to super cool bonus content. Thank you so much to my current Patreons, the Aspinel Tootie, the Batman of Bay Park, Mr. Jeff Nail, co-host of The Ringing Ear, a great music podcast that I recommend highly. Thank you to Evil Circle, the evilest of all the evil circles, the Squidmaster General, Brian Broussard, and the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer. Thank you again for being Patreons. I hope you're enjoying that sweet, sweet bonus content. New exclusive Patreon video is out this week. Hope you have had a chance to check it out. Finally, please subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Google Podcasts, whatever it's called now. And, uh, you know, leave us those sweet, sweet, sweet five-star reviews. They go a long way to helping get the word out about what kind of a fun podcast we're doing over here. And it it goes into that algorithm that those, those apps are using, and they... Help spread the word to the people who may not know about us. Who we're gonna let them in on the secret that is the Tomcast Podcast. So again, make sure you're liking, subscribing, and sharing the show with your friends, family, enemies, uh, your neighbor's dog. I'll take anybody. It's all you're all welcome in Pophead Nation. We have got for you today a massive, massive show. Uh, and you, you, you thought the show we dropped on Monday was massive? The 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 two and a half hour long. Uh, A Big Trouble in Little China commentary track. I mean, don't don't get me wrong, that was no joke. That was a serious, serious show. But today, we're getting back into the the swing of the news because uh, last week, as I was on vacation, as that episode of Big Trouble in Little China that we did was dropping, uh, I was out of town. I was on vacation. I was hiding out in the mountains away from the COVID. And uh, it seemed, as as is appropriate for this podcast, Uh, as soon as I step away from the microphone, everything happens. Everything happens, so it's gonna be a big show today too. Uh, Roger is gonna be joining us in just a moment, aka Jedi Raj, at Jedi Raj on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, we're gonna link up and and kind of go over everything. Like you don't even understand. Like I'm flipping pages here in my my notepad for the for the show with the show notes on it. My God, we have so much to discuss today. It's gonna to be it's gonna be a big one. It should be a lot of fun though. I hope you guys are ready guys and gals and, and and peoples fine peoples fine folks are ready for a crazy crazy podcast so do what you got to do you sit down you buckle up you hold on to your butts and then you buckle up again all right that's the kind of show we're in for today all right i'll see you guys on the other side linking up with roger right now
0: i am iron man you think you're the only superhero in the world Mr. Stark, you've become part of a bigger universe. You just don't know it yet. Who the hell are you? Nick Fury, director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh. I'm here to talk to you
1: about the Avenger Initiative. All right, he's back via the Skype. Roger Smith, AKA Jedi Raj. He's at Jedi Raj on Twitter and Instagram. Roger, how are you, my friend? Doing good,
2: surviving the heat, trying not to melt. It but, is.
1: Uh, it is hot. Yeah, it's
2: not fun. I'm literally got the fan right here, just blowing directly on me.
1: <laughs> I, I, as do I. <laughs> I'm hoping not, it's not super audible. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into it, we got we have a full plate of, of things to, to talk about today. It's it's gonna be ridiculous as we as we make our way through the news today. I mean, th- I have this sheet of paper in front of me that's just covered. In script. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I mean, we have so much. But before we do that, we, as we do on this podcast, as we are contractually obligated as part of the 3Bzine Network, Roger, what <laughs> beer are you drinking?
2: I, today, um, since today is October 1st, I'm doing the Enjoy by ten thirty one twenty from Stone.
1: (laughs) Ooh, you know what? It's funny because I almost grabbed the same beer out of the fridge. (laughs) Yeah, this
2: one's really nice. I stopped by, picked up a six pack of these guys. They're they're only twelve ounce cans, but that's because they're coming in at nine point four percent. Yeah, they're not messing around. Yeah, it's more than enough. But this one, this batch is tasting really good. Uh, the can art is awesome, as always. It's got the black with the jack-o'-lantern face on it. Super cool. So, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm getting
1: in uh, the spirit for the season. And they got the, is it the upside-down can on there? They're doing that no stone yeah. and turn thing still, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, still doing that. Okay, so, I
1: wasn't sure if better. I grabbed like a lucky pack or, if, I, th- I think it's all of them at this point. They're just doing it with everything.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think even the, uh, the 24 anniversary they did it for. So they're just going across the board.
1: Well, for my beer for the show, I, I kept it a little bit lighter because because of the, just the dearth of news that we have. I figured <laughs> that 9.4 might catch up to me a little faster than I want it to. So, sure. So, again, being still October and we're, we're still in the, the appropriate time of year, uh, I have Ennegrin's Oktoberfest. They're a traditional Oktoberfest märzen, as they say. And uh, I'm, I'm roasting a, a pork shank behind me. It's going to be lovely when <laughs> I put the two together. Very nice. Yeah, just a, <laughs> a just a super clean drink drinking. Uh, what is this? 5.5 Bavarian style Märzen, and it's yeah. lovely.
2: Very nice. Yeah, I've been hitting up a lot of those lately.
1: Can't get enough. Can't get enough. And at this house, I got plenty laying around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, let's dive into it. We'll start with with the guys who've been or the, the the fine folks who've been seemingly cranking out the most news over like the past week. Marvel. <laughs> Marvel yeah. is busy, man. They, yeah. uh, they, they may not be. I know, I know filming has just resumed on a lot of things, uh, but they're they're whipping up the news out left and right. <laughs> and and today might have been the craziest day for Marvel news out of all of them, in my personal opinion. And that is the news of the seemingly inevitable return of Jamie Foxx as Electro. Oh wow! What with the what what? <laughs> That sounds bananas crazy to me. Now, I don't remember The Amazing Spider-Man 2 all that well, other than that it was terrible.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I can't honestly say... Um, I mean, I guess Jamie Foxx is probably the high point in there, but now he yeah. will get a chance to square off against Tom Holland in Spider-Man 3.
2: That's interesting that they're bringing him back for that.
1: Yeah, it's... I I, I mean, I. there's nothing about you know will he have the same look will he be the same electro is this a, a spider verse sort of situation nothing like that is is being said but i mean we can't help but speculate that perhaps it is a spider verse sort of thing because that seems to be what sony wants to do yeah uh, so i don't know what do you, what do you, i don't know <laughs> what do you think and i mean would you would you like to see that version come back the blue faced electro or do you want to see a more traditional i don't know what do you, what do you think uh, tell me what you're thinking
2: Yeah, you know, uh, I definitely, I thought it was a cool look. I mean, from what I remember from the movie, I didn't dislike the character. He was probably, like we were saying, probably the high point of the movie just because it's Jamie Foxx, you know. Um, But yeah, no, if they did kind of take it the the Spider-Verse route, I think it'd be pretty cool. Um, I'm really excited to see if that is the route that they're wanting to take it because there's just so much opportunity to just, you know, bring crossovers here and there and... You know, even if it's just for the nostalgia factor of the original, you know, Spider-Man trilogy, just to see characters, you know, if got pulled from that. And even if from the Amazing Spider-Man movies, I'm sure that'd be kind of cool to see, too. But, yeah, overall, I'm I'm not against it. It sounds interesting.
1: Yeah, you know, I think the one thing that I'm mostly curious about is specifically if they are following that, that Spider-Verse thread. And this is yeah. the same Electro that we saw in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, yeah. How does this, I guess I'm curious, how does this play with or against, you know, Doctor Strange in the, in the multiverse of madness? Is that going to be an one aspect of that film, perhaps? Because I don't know if you mm. heard the rumors about that, but now there's rumors that Marvel might shell out a ton of cash to get Tom Cruise to cameo as a potential Iron Man based on that old rumor from like the late 90s that he was going to be yeah. Iron Man. And I'm like, well, this is... I mean, it's, it's just it's it's just crazy. Some of the rumors coming out right now.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I I'd seen that too, and I even saw some like mockups that people did that looked pretty cool. But um, yeah, I mean, I think we'd all be hyped just to see, you know, crossovers, you know, characters that aren't supposed to be that character playing that character. You know, I think that's always fun to see. It's like kind of a what if, what what might it have been had it been a different character playing the role. Or different actor playing the character, I should say, but um, yeah, yeah, I'm excited for it for sure. And uh, if they do go that route, I think it'll be pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it's fun because it, it kind of goes back to to something that we used to do at the comic book store back in the day when I was a, a teenager, <laughs> and we would hang around. And you know, comic book movies weren't a thing when I was when I was a teen, so yeah. we, we we would sit around and, and cast. The comic book, you know, like who's going to be in this movie if it ever gets made, you know, and, and kind yeah. of do that. And, and I think Tom Cruise was one of those names that was bandied about for a long time when Iron Man mm. was in development for, like, the ten plus years that it was. Yeah. Uh, but I think everyone decided, like, it would never happen because Tom Cruise wouldn't wear the helmet for that long.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Though they did, John Favreau did find a nice workaround with that for Robert Downey with uh, going inside the helmet in the HUD, you know, the heads-up display and everything like that. But yeah, that's true. It seemed to be a nice workaround for sure. <laughs> uh... Okay, so let's go to the next batch of news. We got we more casting news. Uh, nice. The Miss Marvel show on Disney Plus, we talked last time about how they were assembling their their director team, their, their writing team, the producing team. Uh, now they have Miss Marvel herself. Uh, Kamala Khan has been cast as Iman Vilani, cool. who is a newcomer. So, not much to say about her. She seems cool. She seems <laughs> to be uh, into the Marvel stuff. Uh, somebody asked her, I guess, at a, at a convention years ago, and she said she wanted to be Iron Man. I was like, well, that's. Pretty cool street cred, I, I suppose.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. At least she uh, knows the characters.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, Miss Marvel, this version of Miss Marvel, I should say, uh, the Kamala Khan version, is is a version that I'm not uber familiar with. I have a passing familiarity. I, I know the like the broad strokes with that character. Um, yeah. But one thing I like about the show is, be, is it is all new to me, so I, I won't have any like real reference point. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited about that.
2: Yeah, it should be interesting.
1: Yeah, and you know, uh uh more people coming to the table is a good thing. More I you know, I have no problem with with this uh this explosion of diversity in the in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, for hmm sure. And I guess the big news is is according to Kevin Feige, uh the series is gonna set up her transitioning into movies.
0: Hmm.
2: Interesting.
1: Which makes a fair amount of sense for the Marvel universe. You know, Disney Plus, they want you to be on Disney Plus. They want you to be in the movies more of that cohesive thing that they've been trying for now that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is finally done and Kevin Feige (laughs) has the entire Marvel pie to himself. (laughs) That is true. Yeah, that'll
2: be cool to see, like, uh, they could just see how certain characters, uh, I guess how audiences react to certain characters on small screen, and then if there's a, you know, wide enough interest in that, then it's super easy to transition them into, like, the actual movies. So I think that's a pretty interesting way to go about, you know, kind of getting the uh launch pad for certain characters going.
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean this way you don't have to uh, develop a Miss Marvel movie that introduces her to the world. You have the you can use the the 8 to 10 episode format of Disney Plus and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. you, like when you bring her into the Young Avengers movie or whatever they're going to do next, you, yeah. you know who that is. Boom, you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah, I am I'm, I'm all for it. Let's, let's cut to the chase. Give me that Disney Plus. Keep me happy for 8 to 10 weeks. And then get me into that movie theater. Let's go. There you go. All right. The next big bit bit of news. I love this. I was so happy to hear this news last week, and and uh, I was on vacation. I was hiding out in the woods in the mountains, from yeah. away from the peoples with the COVID. <laughs> but when this news broke, I almost called you and said, the "Emergency podcast, emergency podcast." But I didn't. I restrained myself. <laughs> and th- that is the big news. That Samuel L. Jackson is also coming to Disney Plus.
2: Yes, I saw that. <laughs>
1: This oh now listen I love this news but this can't possibly be uh, well I guess it, I mean I guess I guess it has to be this, the Fury that we've seen in love but yeah, I still want Fury to drop them some f bombs that's the Fury I want. <laughs> yeah, I, I want them to just give him
2: you know Disney gives him just one f bomb. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I want that, like, that that Marvel Max Nick Fury where you know you just get the you know you just says motherfucker once.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I want. They just need to give him that clearance for one F-bomb and I'll be happy.
1: <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm very intrigued by the show. Uh, you know, no, again, no, not a lot of news on, on uh, the setting or the scenario for the character, for the series. Um, yeah. But we do know that it's, it's uh, uh, Kyle Bradstreet is going to write and produce the show. It's Nick Fury. It's Sam Jackson. Yeah. I'm curious, uh, you know, again, no ETA on the, when the show's coming either or, or I mean, Nick's possible involvement in other films at this point. But I mean, last we saw Fury, he was in space. Yeah, that's true. What do you think? Nick Fury in spaces at the show? (laughs) You know, I I think that's kind of got to be the way they go about
2: it, because they just left that door completely open. It's like, what is he doing there? Like, what's he in charge of? It looks like he was pretty stressed out just trying to relax on the little holodeck thing they had. uh, (laughs) That's right. You know, he just kind of walked out like, all right, I got to get back to work. But like, what's he been working on? You know, what was... uh more important than the avengers you know it's like what was the next step for him so that that's going to be pretty interesting to see
1: oh definitely I, I totally agree with you on that uh but I'm, I'm excited about it nonetheless the the idea that i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm get i'm gonna get a sam jackson show on disney plus uh just uh fills my heart with the kind of joy that it needs in 2020 yeah, that'll sustain me for all of 2021.
2: <laughs> I'd be down for it even more if they give him the F-bomb.
1: Yeah. And listen, <laughs> I don't want to be a total party pooper. Um, you know, everyone's saying, you know, 2020 is the worst year ever. Blah, 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 blah. I got news for you. It doesn't mean 2021 is going to get better. <laughs> <laughs> we got to be optimistic. I no, guess. unless Marvel and Star Wars and all these shows that we want start filming again. It's going to suck, Stu. Sucks, too. Suck, too. Good <laughs> Lord.
2: Yeah, no, I I'm totally uh, in accordance with that. So, so hopefully f- they get back on track. Yeah,
1: fingers crossed. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about the CW later. But uh, the, those rumors going around that those shows had to shut down filming in Canada because of an, another COVID outbreak. So mm-hmm. you know, again, that's a rumor. There's no confirmation on that. But uh, I mean, it's 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 unescapable at this point. You know, just delays and, and setbacks.
2: Yeah, it just seems like soon as you try to start anything up uh, as soon as uh, anybody gets anything you got to shut it back down so it's going to be a very start stop process and i just hope it doesn't like mess with the morale on set or things like that you know it's, yeah. it's always hard to like just jump on and off of something instead of just you know shooting it in one straight shot so yeah and, how that affects it
1: you know and, and not to dip too far into the sports world but you know the nba is about to finish its season everything's been going pretty smoothly there only a couple of bumps in the road the nhl just finished their season no bumps in the road there but those two sports were in bubbles so they, they yeah. get their players very isolated uh mlb uh, major league baseball is powered through they're in the playoffs now the nfl mm-hmm. is hitting its first road bump with covid they're, they're gonna have to reschedule some games yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's just just this is the way. <laughs> not to, not to steal the Mandalorians line, but this is the way for 2020. You know, yeah. you just kind of got to deal with it and, and and power through.
2: Yeah, and that that's a that's a good or a bad, but yeah, this is the way.
1: <laughs> All right. So again, because of since we're talking about COVID now, we might as well talk about it's official. Black Widow delayed again, pushed back to May seventh. Yeah. They've also shifted Eternals uh, to November fifth, twenty twenty one and Shang-Chi to July 2021. Yeah. The interesting part of the, of the delays on this schedule was uh, the now, chain, uh, initially, Shang-Chi was going to come out after Eternals. Now it's going to come out before. So clearly, mm. there's, no gonna, there's not going to be any kind of connection between those two flicks.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Which I think makes a fair amount of sense.
2: Sure, yeah. It kind of seemed to different realms entirely, almost.
1: But, I mean, that's, uh, we're talking about three Marvel movies next year. That's not a bad year, assuming we can go to the cinema. <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: hoping by by May we'll be good to go. If not, man, we're uh, we're not looking good for 2021 either. <laughs> well, you know,
1: if you believe the conspiracy theories, the the vaccine will be available the day after the election. So who knows? <laughs> we shall find out. <laughs> well, we we kind of talked about some rumors uh, a little bit with the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, a little yeah. bit ago when we, when we talked about you know Tom Cruise potentially being an Iron Man and Doctor Strange too. Uh, yeah. There there are some other uh fan theories and, and rumors like I, I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit. Uh sure. one of those being I I know you've seen the WandaVision trailer. Yep. A popular theory that's gained a lot of steam that I I didn't necessarily buy into at first until I kind of rewatched the trailer and I sort of kind of started connecting the same dots that the that these original theorists did. And that yep. is that they're doing House of M.
2: Oh, interesting.
1: And that this this you know my thought was from the trailer that it's Vision's story, Vision's perspective, and like perhaps he's trapped in the Soul Stone or something of that nature. Yeah. According to the fan theory, there's a, there's enough little Easter eggs that that indicate that perhaps this is actually Wanda turning into the heel, going yes. a full evil Scarlet Witch, and perhaps this as as an inverse to the comic, which was no more mutants. This is oh. bring on the mutants, and this is how we get X Men.
2: Oh, interesting.
1: Huh? Uh, again, a, a rumor, but a fun one.
2: Yeah, yeah, that sounds. I mean, I, I'd have to look into it myself. I love to see like the Easter eggs that they're pointing to, but uh, yeah, that'd be cool to see, especially if it's going to be our, you know, jumping in point on getting the mutants in there.
1: Yeah, it, it's 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 an interesting uh uh bit of speculation, but I I again I I tried to kind of follow the the train of thought on some of these things and and see if uh, if. You know this character that they're pointing at, like like, like Catherine Hahn's character, is that mm-hmm. who they're saying it is, or is it? Are they just making this up? And there's no yeah. indication of who anybody is other than Vision and Scarlet Witch. So yeah. take it all with a grain of salt. But it kind of kind of a fun theory if they're yeah. gonna do sort of an inverse version of House of M uh, that brings the mutants in as opposed to eliminating <laughs> like what was it two thirds of the mutant population in the comic? I can't remember exactly, but it was a ton of them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it'd be really cool. Like I said, or like we were saying before, like just having it, uh, kind of be introduced on Disney plus is like a really cool way to have them have these longer backstories that might need a little more time. Uh, and then you can just jump into them like already running while you're doing the movies. So, uh, yeah, I, I hope it does. I hope it is true. Cause that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with you. And then another rumor that was kicked around recently, um, Listen, I don't want to get too excited about this one, because if this comes to fruition, <laughs> it might be like one of the greatest pieces uh, of, of news to, to to talk about ever. Because I, it would, I it would make me so happy. We we have long <laughs> talked about the 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 eminent arrival of a, of a Moon Knight series. Yes, that was- I think I know where you're going. Yeah, and Moon Knight, a great character, a, a sort of a, a Batman analog for the Marvel Universe, but with multiple personality disorder. Yeah. So, a lot of fun for the right actor, right? Right, right? Well, yep. who, who's the actor they're talking about? That's right, baby. Keanu. <laughs> Keanu. Yep. John Wick himself, possibly joined the Marvel Cinematic Universe, something that's been rumored for months now. Yep. And now he's being linked to Moon Knight. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Raj?
2: I would, you know, I saw the rumors. I was pretty excited about it. I mean, just, you know, just thinking how he could, you know, play different personalities into that character. I mean, we've we've seen him play a number of different people over the years, and just to kind of have that kind of mindset going into it, uh, I don't know. I, I think it's just going to be cool to see that, plus, you know, we know how brutal he can be in John Wick and everything else, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm excited. That was definitely a rumor. I was uh, pretty, uh, pretty enthused about.
1: Yeah, and and Moon Knight, a character who is not known for his subtlety, so <laughs> someone who can be a tad brutal as well, which could be a lot exactly. of fun. Uh, yeah. Whether that and again, maybe, I guess the thing I was still kind of trying to to suss out, and I I could never really figure out a hundred percent one way or the other is: Are are we talking Disney Plus series with Keanu, or are we talking just full fledged Marvel Cinematic Universe Moon Knight?
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if you have Keanu, you just, you pull the trigger, right? Like you go for the movie. I mean, I mean, it'd be cool to have a show with him, but I feel like if you have him, your best bet's probably going to be just go for the movie.
1: I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I'm not going to lie. Give me more Disney plus content so I can stay home. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get you on that. I, would I mean, love give me Disney+ both. Series. Give me yeah. both. Give me the the, the, the the origin in Disney+, Plus, and then give me the full-fledged Moon Knight movie in, in, the, in the cinema.
2: Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, fuck it. We'll
1: yeah. do both. I mean, Keanu's <laughs> cool. He would do, like, yeah, fuck it. I'll do some Disney+, Plus, and then I'll go kick ass in the theater, and you got to all eat popcorn and watch me put people in the face.
2: I mean, we we do know he is a huge comic book fan, so.
1: Yeah, yeah and his comic will be dropping, uh, well, hopefully soon enough, and we'll probably talk about it on this podcast once once that first issue hits.
2: Yeah, it should be later this month, right?
1: I believe so. And, uh, you know, we love the Keanu here on the TomCast podcast. We are fans. We are fans. I think that's the Marvel news, man. I think that's the Marvel news. We did it. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) That was a huge chunk of the show dedicated to Marvel. But thank God they're out there giving us news. Yeah, I mean, we need it at this point. You know, there's just been so little marvel
2: happening this year that it's good to good to hear things are on the horizon.
1: Yeah, great to have something to look forward to also. You know, again, 2020 sucks, but yep. we have to look forward to the things coming in 2020, hopefully or I'm sorry, the things in 2021 yep. that, that we want to see fingers crossed we get them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So looking forward to I guess Black Widow's going to be the first thing uh next year, right?
1: Yep, 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 yep. And well, hopefully in the meantime though, we will get those Disney Plus shows. We'll get uh WandaVision and we'll get uh Winter Soldier and and Falcon and, and okay. you know i i supposedly loki's filming right now mm-hmm. fingers crossed that's accurate and uh, not uh in in some kind of covid hell <laughs> yeah hopefully yeah all right let's transition to dc because they were not to be completely outdone by all this this dearth <laughs> of, of amazing marvel news yeah the first bit of news i want to get to is uh, uh, it came across as something of, of a shock to me because i we we you know, you and I, we watched the DC Fandome stuff. We yep. saw the, the, the featurette, the little presentation on, on James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Yep. And we're, we're both uh, very excited. We're both very intrigued by mm-hmm. by what they showed in that featurette. Uh, yep. Now comes the news that, that John Cena, <laughs> John Cena, who's playing a, a, a very obscure character named Peacemaker, is yep. getting his own HBO Max prequel series. To you the know. movie.
2: <laughs> how crazy is that? Uh, you know, I saw that and I'm just like, what? Like, <laughs> I, they're just giving out shows, I guess. I mean, damn, we, we might as well get a Kite Man show next,
1: you know? Well, <laughs> I, I know you'd love the Kite Man show. I'm not going to lie. You'd be <laughs> the first one in line for that episode to drop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just love how bro he <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's hilarious! Uh, so, the, so the 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 report says it's going to be an eight episode HBO Max series, executive produced by James Gunn. And then I, I kept the the tab open on this article because I had this quote uh, from yeah. James Gunn about the show because it makes me laugh every time I read it. Okay, so yeah. quote from James Gunn: "Quote, Peacemaker is an opportunity to delve into current world issues through the lens of the superhero slash supervillain." and the world's biggest (laughs) douchebag. He goes on to say, I am excited to expand the Suicide Squad and bring this character from the DC film universe to the full breadth of a series. And of course, to be able to work again with John Peter and my friends at Warner Brothers is icing on the cake. (laughs) That is awesome. (laughs) If you don't know the Peacemaker character, uh, um, to say that his point of view is a bit uh, obtuse and (laughs) insane is, is... is, uh, yeah, accurate. It, peacemaker is his real name is Christopher Smith. He is a committed pacifist who is so driven by his ideals, he decides the only way that he can achieve world peace is to become a super powered hero and murder anyone who tries to stop him. <laughs> now, listen, you That's read that, awesome. and it does sort of sound like a, the perfect character for James Gunn to, to kind of delve into.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But, he does wear white pants. And I think we know how Deadpool thinks of white pants. Oh, this is true. <laughs> that's how you know you shit yourself. So, in, in intriguing news on the Suicide Squad front. I mean, I guess that's encouraging in one sense because apparently DC and Warner Brothers has faith in the James Gunn Suicide Squad.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: You know, and this kind of couples together with the reports that there's going to be a, a, a Gotham Central show Around mm-hmm. the time of of uh, the Batman coming out, yeah. So this seems like maybe, maybe Warner Brothers has kind of figured out that we're going to do this thing that Marvel's doing, but it's going to kind of accentuate our films. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's it's it, I'm I'm intrigued. I'm highly intrigued. Uh, you know, obviously James Gunn has my attention. I yeah. you know, seen as one of those guys like I sort of begrudgingly like. I like, I don't yeah. want to, but he's actually pretty funny and 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 slightly charismatic at the same time. <laughs> yeah,
2: definitely. I I think it's uh something that he's definitely kind of become more in the more recent years mm-hmm. just kind of had this cool uh maybe, maybe like you said maybe in 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 the lines of like the rock or something how we just have this nostalgia for this person already and now it's like well let's see him in the acting world and okay he's actually pretty funny he can he's uh he's more versatile than you might imagine
1: you know? yeah yeah i think so i mean i i suppose my my sort of I wouldn't say it's a prejudice against John Cena necessarily or a bias against him, but I mean, yeah. I, w- I was a big fan of the WWE, WWF Attitude Era, you know, which was The Rock and Stone Cold and Mick Foley and, and, and Triple H and, and all those guys. And yeah. John Cena was kind of like the, the, when he's arrived was sort of like the, the line in the sand that mm-hmm. marked the end of the Attitude Era into like the next next phase of yeah. wrestling. Mm-hmm. Which was a phase that I was not much of a fan of.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, John Cena was probably the last wrestler that I knew by name uh, of that period, because after that I just kind of fell off.
1: Yeah, you know, I I, I I sort of missed the era of wrestling where everyone had like cool nicknames and stuff like that. Now, <laughs> every, now everyone's just like, "Here's Bob Stevens." Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, "Oh, it's, it's Bob like, Stevens! Yeah. Yay!" <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I I sort of like that. Uh, Alter ego, nicknamey thing that wrestling used to do, but whatever. I'm an old guy; it's fine. But <laughs> Cena, like. Cena as an actor has been interesting. I mean, uh, uh, again, yeah. he, I've seen him in the. What was, seen him doing a couple of things. He's been fine. Yeah, he's been fine. Yeah, uh, surprisingly funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other big news from DC, and this this ties again into someone we do like on the show, Dwayne yeah. The Rock Johnson, as yeah. we know will be Black Adam. Yep, yep. And uh, we're bringing the Justice The Justice Society is coming to that film. Yes. They have now cast Hawkman. Oh, okay. Oh, had you heard about this? No, I hadn't. Oh. They, they, you may need to get on the Googles real quick in, in case the name doesn't ring a bell necessarily. Okay. I'll they cast out. an actor named Aldous Hodge okay. as Hawkman. And Aldous Hodge is pretty awesome. He's an actor that I've watched for, I feel like, a million years now. And he okay. is... Uh, I, I'm really... Uh, pleased with the choice of him as Hawkman going toe-to-toe against Dwayne The Rock Johnson.
2: You know, he looks familiar. I don't...
1: Uh... Uh, if you recently... I don't know if you saw the new Invisible Man. He was recently in that. Uh, he's okay. been on a, on a bunch of TV shows. Uh, I'm trying to think what, what show I saw him on most recently. But it was a show that wasn't popular, so I don't know if I should even mention it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um... Yeah, it looks like he's been around a few things. Probably, uh, probably saw him in something. But yeah, yeah.
1: Oh. He's he's been a steadily working actor for ten plus years, uh, and this this might be like his big break, you know, to be Hawkman in in the Rocks Black Adam flick.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that would be awesome to see.
1: Yeah. So I I have a a I want to say it's a fun story about yeah. Aldis Hodge that I'd like to share with you and and all the wonderful people listening to this podcast. Sure. It was about eight or nine years ago at San Diego Comic-Con, mm. Aldous Hodge was on a show called Leverage, which was on TNT, and it was uh, with Timothy Hutton, and they were like this group of kind of like criminals who would pull cons uh, to, to help good people. You know, it was kind of mm. like, an, like a, a con man's version of the A-Team. Oh, okay. And, and Aldous Hodge played like the, 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 the nerdy, pop culture-centric computer hacker character. Nice. Yeah, so he, he was great, and I watched the show, and I, I enjoyed it for the four or five years that it was on. It was also uh, co-written by a gay, guy named John Rogers who wrote uh, the Blue Beetle co- comic book for DC for a while. Oh, cool. So a guy with some, some comic book chops helped develop that show and bring it to, bring it to life. Uh, but at a Comic-Con eight or nine years ago, there was going to be a leverage panel. Yeah. I wasn't going to go to it. I just watched <laughs> the show, but I don't want to stand in line for panels. So I'm just walking the, the concourse you know, uh, on, the, on the sales floor at, at Comic-Con. And I see Aldous Hodge, because he's taller than everybody. I mean, the dude's like 6'5", <laughs> 6'6", six, 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 something like that. So, like, I mean, he's like a head taller than most folks in the, in the convention. Yeah. And I, so, I, so I, I go up to him, and, and no one's bothering him. No one seems to recognize him. Like, Leverage isn't like, you know, a nerd show, a, a pop culture kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no one recognizes him. So I, I go up to him, I approach him. I, I say hello. I introduce myself. And I tell him I'm a fan of him, and I'm a fan of the show, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just, you know, and that was it. And I was going to walk away. Yeah. Um, I I had seen that he was with a group of people. I didn't realize that he was like with his mother and his like, I think it was his sister, but perhaps it was his girlfriend. I'm not quite sure. Okay. And they were so excited that someone recognized him that (laughs) as I was trying to walk away, they started talking to me. And Aldous Hodge's mother was so excited that he got recognized at Comic-Con that she asked if I would mind taking a picture with him. Oh, that's funny. So somewhere in Aldous Hodge's mother's house, I'm in a picture with her son. (laughs)
2: That is so cool.
1: (laughs) He he was a very nice and gracious man. And I've always wished nothing but the best for him uh, because of that encounter. I was like, this guy's really nice. I like him. I hope he does well. Yeah, that's so cool. And now he's going to be Hawkman. And I'm like, I took a picture with Hawkman. and His mom has it. Dude, that's so
2: cool. I can't wait. (laughs)
1: Oh, back in the day, Comic-Con used to be so much fun. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, dude. I, I really hope it comes back. I miss that so much.
1: Oh, man. It would be great, wouldn't it? And just, yeah. again, just a chance encounter with with somebody and you're like, you know, eight, nine years later, that guy's going to be Hawkman. Awesome.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I had something similar with, uh, with Sam Witwer back in the day. Nice. Just, uh, walking outside Comic-Con and he must have been with, I think, his girlfriend at the time. She was all dressed up in like a, a huge, like really nice cosplay or something. And people were coming up to her asking to take pictures and completely ignoring him. And it was hilarious because I was like just looking around at everybody, like, do you guys not realize who this is? Like, <laughs> this is the voice of Darth Maul. This is the apprentice. This is, yes. and like, so I'm just there. Like, everybody is like going up, taking pictures with her. And I'm the only one I'm like, hey, dude, can I take a picture with you? And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. So we take a picture together. And uh, as soon as, like, we do that, like, everybody starts realizing he's famous, too. <laughs> then, like, at that point, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. We got to head out. So, like, I think I was the only one that was able to get a picture with him. And then both of them had to leave to go to, like, whatever panel they were off to. But it yeah. was super cool just that I had that chance, you know?
1: <laughs> That's awesome. You know, I have, I have one more, like, low-key Comic-Con story, like, much like that one, where I just yeah. happened to be someplace. I, I think I was at... The Hilton Bayfront, and I was just kind of like walking past the bar, and yeah. uh, 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 Richard 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 Madden was just standing there, and I, I I'm like, that's that's Rob Stark from Game of Thrones, and nobody <laughs> knew who it was, and I just like low key went over to him and was like, listen, in five seconds, everyone's gonna realize who you are. <laughs> I just wanted to <laughs> say hello. and he was again very very nice but it was a very brief encounter but yeah yeah. but one one of those things is like if you can see them before people recognize who they are that's when you got to make make the moment over there because yeah then they're going to get flooded
2: yeah definitely And Sam that's always cool like when you're like the first there you know
1: well it's funny with Sam Witwer too because you you think the Comic Con crowd would know like you said I mean he's Darth Maul but he was on uh, uh, the, the Force Awakens video game and he was on not The Force Awakens, uh, The Force, Force Unleashed. Unleashed yeah. You know, I mean, he's very recognizable. I mean, he's been doing genre stuff for so long. That's amazing, dude. That's an awesome story. Yeah,
2: yeah. Just super chill. Like, we were literally like at that corner right where you cross the trolley tracks. Yeah. Not directly in front of the con, but like the one closer to the hotel. And yeah, they were just all like enthralled by, you know, the girl he was with and her cool cosplay. And he was just, you know, in regular clothes. So nobody, you know, nobody gave him the time of day. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Well, one more bit of DC news. Uh yeah. in, in case we haven't, I think we've talked about it on the on the podcast. But uh, Netflix is developing a Sandman series based on Neil Gaiman's acclaimed comic book series from from DC and Vertigo from back in the day, yeah. back in the '90s. Yeah. Uh, and it's being reported that Tom Sturridge is in talks to become Morpheus, the main character, not Morpheus from the Matrix. That's different. This is <laughs> different before. Guy. This is before that Morpheus. Different Morpheus, the Lord of Dreams, Morpheus, that one. So. Great to hear that that comic book is, is developing into... night seems to be taking shape into a nice show. And yeah. uh, if I could take a moment to encourage everyone listening, go read Sandman, for the love of God. It's fucking <laughs> art. It's it's so good. Yeah,
2: do you know if it's on the DC Universe or anywhere like that? The comics? Yeah. I feel like it's got to be, right? You know, I, I don't know. I, I was disappointed that they were missing some old Hellblazer stuff. but
1: hmm. um, But I'm not sure. I, I, well, I guess that's a good question. I mean, do they have any of the Vertigo stuff or is it all kind of like, oh, we can't let people watch this because it's sort of adult?
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, I'd have to look into it. Like, I was definitely looking up uh, some old Constantine stuff and I couldn't find it. So it might just be that they're lacking some older Vertigo stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll look into it for sure. Because I've definitely always, it's it's one that I've never, uh, like, just never had a chance to sit down and read, but definitely one that I've always been curious about, especially because I love Neil Gaiman, so he's... You know, super everything he works on is super cool. So,
1: yeah, and I, I definitely I need to kind of it's been on my list. I've been wanting to reread the, that series uh, for a while now, and I, I really got to get up my shit together and get on it before the <laughs> show starts because I'd like to be able to uh, have it fresh in my brain as I'm watching the show. And that'll come up later in another show that we're going to talk about where I need to reread the damn comic book because I'm forgetting shit. <laughs> Uh, but no, I'm I'm excited that 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 shows in the, in development. And if anyone wants to kind of like, oh, I'd love to read it, but maybe I don't have the time. Uh, they sure. just did a really great adaptation on Audible. It's it's uh, it's oh, yeah. the first volume, but it's it's with a full cast. So it's almost like like listening to like an audio play in a lot of ways. Yeah. So that might be a fun way to check out Sandman if, if you don't necessarily have the time to sit down and and uh, read the whole thing. Yeah, it might be worth looking into. Yeah. All right, so let's transition uh, into the CW. That's still a network. Yeah. <laughs> that that puts on uh, Warner Brothers <laughs> superhero shows. That is true. All right. So we know there's going to be a new Batwoman this year, and that show's going to move yes. forward. And and uh, I'm sort of curious how that transition works, so I may watch the first few episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there, uh, I don't know if you saw, but they were going to bring in Victor Zaz as one of the bad guys from the new season. I saw that. So they're they're going full full Batman villains at this point. Don't, yeah. I mean, just if you can't create your own, you might as well steal it from the best very true so yeah Victor Zazz uh, who's been in multiple iterations of Batman things if no one's been paying attention it might be kind of subtle yeah definitely <laughs> I mean he, you know you had a little Zazz in, in Batman Begins you had Zazz in Gotham you had Zazz in and now in this and I think I think I'm skipping one other thing oh he was briefly in uh, the Harley Quinn show yeah that's true yeah so so Zazz is coming to life again and, and in case you don't know who that is he's a he's a uh, mafia hitman who likes to uh Keep track of his kills by by cutting himself and putting hash marks all over his body.
2: Yep, he's got the tallies.
1: (laughs) Got the tallies, yeah, and he has a lot. Very, very scarred. (laughs) Uh, My favorite version of Zaz uh, was probably in that first season of Gotham because I love the actor, Anthony uh, uh, Kerrigan, I think is his Mm -hmm. name, who played him, who now is on Barry as Noho Hank. And Noho (laughs) Hank might be like one of the greatest TV characters ever. (laughs) <laughs> so, if you're not watching Barry, I highly recommend it. But uh, Anthony Kerrigan's version of Zaz was really good too. Okay, cool. I don't know if you have a, if you have a favorite version of Zaz so far, though. Uh,
2: yeah, that's a tough one. I know. I liked him. I think he he had a brief stint in the Arkham games. He did, yeah. Yeah, so that was pretty cool to see him there. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't completely opposed to the uh, the characterization in the Birds of Prey movie.
1: I thought that was yes. pretty cool. Yes, that was the other thing I was forgetting. It was Birds of Prey. Thank you. Good Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, <laughs> it, it was a different take on them for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but
2: I liked it. It was fine. You know, I think just him with you and McGregor, uh, they, they seem to gel
1: pretty well. So. Totally, totally agree with you on that. Uh, and then uh, the verse it continues to shrink at this point. <laughs> as as we, it has been announced that this coming season will be the final season of Supergirl. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know. If it, it, I don't think that was a show you got too heavily into.
2: No, I, I tried to get into it like uh, the first season, didn't really get too far into it. I felt like I was kind of just watching it just to be uh, on point with all the crossovers. But I started to see more and more that it didn't really matter what was going on <laughs> in their respective shows. Fair so, enough yeah I was just kind of like, oh, it's not really my thing, not for any particular reason. I mean, Supergirl, I mean much like Superman was never a huge like character for me that I followed. So it was kind of just uh, I don't know,
1: just just didn't speak to me for one reason or another, but hell, oh, fair enough. yeah uh, I was I was into the show for a couple seasons. And then, uh, actually, tying it back to what we talked about earlier, uh, uh, Sam Whitwear, the season where he's yeah. on as 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 the as the main villain, uh, yeah, was the season where the cracks in that show kind of uh, became unavoidable. Like I couldn't help but see the the, the flaws in the storytelling. Sure. Uh, so that Sam Whitwear's season, it was kind of the one where I was like, eh, I guess I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah, unfortunate. <laughs> well, they did a really nice job developing Sam Whitwear into a, a villain whose motives you you don't agree with, but you sort of see where he's coming from. Yeah. And they, they did little to kind of redeem their, the, the heroes who had wronged him when he sure. was just a citizen. Uh, and that, that really bothered me. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Oh no, now they're going to punch him in the face because he's like super racist. And it's like, like, well, <laughs> they can't acknowledge they were wrong at one point. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. That kind of sucks. It kind of just, Went all the way in one direction, and it's like, okay, well, that's kind of black and white,
1: isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, again, uh, Supergirl I thought was a, a, a tremendous success. I really did like um, a Melissa Benoist as Supergirl, yeah. as as um, yeah, same here, Car Danvers. So, uh, I thought it was a really fun cast. I wish they had done more with Martian Manhunter, but that's just because I'm like Martian yeah. Manhunter like super fan. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but no, even seeing super Martian Manhunter on the show was cool enough. I'll, I'll take what I can get with with Martian Manhunter.
2: Yeah, I know. I know that the CG on that wasn't wasn't too too great, but uh, I think that was one of the complaints a lot of people had. Just like the the effects work was kind of subpar, unfortunately. So I mean, it's it, it a, it a
1: TV budget. Well, and the, I guess the other thing too, and again, this might be an old an old man complaint, uh, but I wasn't a fan that they used like the new fifty two version of of Manhunter's look. I, I like the old version, <laughs> I do. I like I like his big round head and <laughs> his uh, his uh, his his affinity for choco cookies, which are basically like the, the DC universe equivalent of Oreos. Yes. You know they didn't really do a lot with that, and and I was like, oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, it might have been a cool callback. <laughs> yeah, but still, I mean, the, the the fact that this show was was basically canceled by CBS and then picked up by the CW and ran for another five or six years, that's, that's yeah. pretty impressive. Good run, yeah. Good run for that show. Good run for that character. They they did do a lot of really cool stuff. A little, a lot of uh, I did enjoy the uh, the, the female centric, the female empowerment based storylines. There was a lot of good stuff with that. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and and the show should be commended for its excellent run. And um, you know now, uh, Melissa, uh, Melissa, I think's having a kid at this point. Yeah, so, I think
2: that was one of the main reasons the show was kind of coming to a stop. Yeah, right? so
1: she'll get to like hang out with her kid and stuff like that, and that's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: Right on, man. All right. Well, that's it for the for the we we cleared column A off the list.
2: (laughs) Scratch that one out.
1: Yeah, yeah, scratch that one out. So now we get to like some of the more weird news. (laughs) All right, we like weird. And yeah, so let's start. uh, You know, we'll we'll just go basic right now. Disney Plus now has group watch. Nice. I guess that's a thing. You can sit there in a group and watch the same show now with your friends. (laughs) <laughs>
2: so are we going to be group-watching Mandalorian? Actually, you might be on at like 4 in the morning.
1: While well, I was going to say, are you going to get up as early as I am to watch Mandalorian? Because then, yeah. Then, yeah, we are. <laughs> all right.
2: All right. Fair enough.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think. Last year, with the Mandalorian, was it every episode? I'm trying to... Oh, gosh, darn it. Because I would get up early to watch the Mandalorian, but for some reason... There was a stretch of weeks where I had to watch it in secret in like the bathroom.
2: <laughs> I do recall this. Yeah. Yeah, I think
1: I had like my mother-in-law staying over or something. That's right. And I couldn't yeah, sit nobody the, was there. Yeah, I couldn't sit in the living room to watch it. My wife's in the bedroom asleep. So I had yeah. to go in the bathroom to watch The Mandalorian. <laughs> I did not sit in the toilet to watch it. I sat on the floor. Thank you very much.
2: Oh, I thought you went like full, just filled up the tub and had a nice Mandalorian hour.
1: <laughs> a Mandalorian soak at four a.m. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but no, group watch is available. So yeah, I mean, I guess it's a thing now. People are staying at home, and I can watch things together. And and I guess I don't know if you can. Get, I mean, can you talk to each other during group watch, or you just watch it together? I don't even know how it really works. You know, I I'm not sure either. I know a lot of the a lot of different
2: apps kind of do it differently, but. Uh... I mean, it's cool. It's definitely something I used to do back in college days, you know, when I was up at school and my friends would be down here and, uh, and I would just like sync up movies together to be like, okay, let's watch this together be like three, two, one play kind of thing, you know? And then we would just kind of chat each other like, oh, that was cool. Stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the current interface of that looks like, but it might be worth checking out.
1: Yeah. We'll have to mess with it. We'll have to mess with it and figure it out. Sure. All right. So here's some I sent you this trailer yeah <laughs> sort of like on a whim on a lark because <laughs> I was so mystified <laughs> by it yeah. I, I am referring to the movie called Iron Mask, which will be yes. uh, uh, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jackie Chan yes and and a, and a dragon and a guy in an iron mask. And this yep. is coming uh, on demand on, on November 20th, and it will be available on Blu-ray November 24th. Roger, what did you think of this trailer? <laughs> the trailer looks crazy.
2: <laughs> it's all over the place. It's it's very much, uh, you know, a foreign movie style. Just so much stuff looks like it's going on. Just the the, the colors and the graphics and everything just looks all over the place. It looks like it's going to be fun to watch just for the spectacle of it at the very least, you know? Um, But yeah, I I have this like sinking suspicion that Jackie Chan and Schwarzenegger are going to be in there for like 15 minutes total. And the rest of the movie is going to be completely unrelated to them. (laughs) I
1: I had much of the same feeling. I I feel like it's, it's sort of getting like marketed as this like Schwarzenegger and Jackie Chan team up that it ultimately won't be. But the trailer has a a fight scene that might be worth watching the movie for. Yeah, that's be- true. Between the two, you know, you, got, you kind of like Arnold's brute Conan strength versus uh, uh, Jackie's uh, awesome martial arts tactics.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> uh, it, yeah, the movie looks weird and crazy, but it does look fun. Yeah, and, and now granted, trailers have been known to lie. <laughs> <laughs> We're familiar, yeah. but I'm I'm very curious to check this one out. So I, I want to make sure we we included it on the on the Gas podcast because. Uh, we do enjoy the, the films of Jackie Chan and the great Arnold Schwarzenegger, including Predator. We can't help but mention the Predator on this podcast.
2: Yeah, it, it's kind of our roots.
1: Yeah, we are we are the home of Predfest, which will return one day. <laughs> once once Roger day, and I are done. Hopefully on better terms. Yeah, once we're done crying over the last one, which was not that good. <laughs> um speaking of Arnold though, a a film key a keystone in Arnold's Cinematic legacy, yes, is coming potentially coming to Netflix. Okay, Conan, Conan oh. the Barbarian, might be coming to Netflix as a TV series. Nice. Yeah, you can't. I mean, come. Can you name another barbarian that you want to see on TV as much as Conan? No, that's that's the only one I know. that's the only barbarian I'm familiar with. <laughs> <laughs> I know a Hun named Attila, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah, they should fight. <laughs> well maybe they will in this show yeah uh, apparently uh uh the 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 robert lee uh whatever i forget the name of the the i think it's conan in in international or something like that is the name of uh the holding company for robert robert lee lee's but not robert e lee's robert howard's jesus christ <laughs> not not the confederate general. not the confederate general robert howard's <laughs> uh conan properties his solomon kane books uh um and i i believe he also created a uh, red Sonja right
2: I believe so. I think yeah. that's all in the same...
1: So like, they're all in the, in the oh. same uh, uh, licensing, holdings company or whatever like that. And Netflix has a deal now, so they potentially they could uh, pilfer the entire Conan universe.
2: Oh, that'd be interesting.
1: Yeah, so you could get a Conan show, you could get a Red Sonja show, you could get, you know, potentially maybe even a Solomon Kane show, which if you want to see uh, um, that show... <laughs> <laughs> I, I got news for you, that's going to be a wild one. Like witch hunting and all kinds of good stuff.
2: Yeah, dude, and hopefully it does uh, more justice than the the movie
1: so. You know that movie of Solomon Kane is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate they got the costume mostly right. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. You, you can give them that one. Yeah, I'm trying to think, I might even have that on DVD somewhere. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, it's been a while.
1: Yeah, I, lo- I love those those Robert Howard books. Even though Robert Howard, yes, I I'm well aware racist. I I know. I get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah, that's unfortunate. But you know, you gotta you gotta take the good from the bad, I guess.
1: Oh uh, yeah, I mean, you maybe you don't like the man, but his creations are, uh, you know, they've they've withstood the test of time, and that there's something to be said for that. Sure, much
2: in the same way Lovecraft, you know, is was very similar. I, I think we gotta kind of separate the two and maybe take something from a person that wasn't great and make it into something better.
1: You know? Yeah, and and you know, I think we talked a little bit before on the show. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not a fan of the of the cancel culture of like you know they must be blotted from history kind of thing. That's <laughs> yeah, me neither. That's not my my cup of tea. I'm more of a learn from history so it doesn't get repeated kind of person. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm I'm excited that Conan's coming back. I tried to watch the the um uh, uh the Jason Mom- Jason Momoa's Conan movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I watched it for about half an hour, forty five minutes, and not much had happened, and I was like. Like, when is something going cool gonna to happen? When is the barbarian
2: axe going to take place?
1: Yeah, there was like a <laughs> lot of like this, and I'm like, "This, that's not Conan. No talky talk. Come on, more fighty fight, more fighty fight." But I, w- I will get back because I do like the, I do like the momo- the Momoa,
0: <laughs>
1: as as we call him on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, he's
2: the homie. He's the Momoa.
1: He's the homie. You're right. I mean, you see Aquaman in a bar, you t- you buy him a beer and you take a selfie with him, right? That's our that's our yeah. favorite scene from the movie.
2: That is the Momoa.
1: And by the way, I've been rewatching Aquaman too. That's a fun movie still. I think it, okay, listen, their hair looks weird. I get it, (laughs) (laughs) but it's a fun movie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I I enjoyed it. It was a fun ride. Exactly. All right. The other trailer I sent you truth seekers from Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. It's dropping on Amazon prime October 30th day before Halloween. Let's do it. Oh man. What did you think of the new trailer?
2: You know, it looks interesting. I I love everything Simon Pegg is, is involved in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just just kind of seeing him, it's definitely going to be him kind of taking the back seat on this one. Uh, yeah, just from def- you know what the trailer shows. This is
1: definitely a Nick Frost show.
2: Yeah, for sure. So, uh, you know, I think just just their brand of comedy is just always hilarious. I'm I'm pretty pretty optimistic about it. I think it's it's going to be a, a pretty cool take on it. Um, yeah, I mean, they didn't show a whole lot of it. It was kind of just like a bunch of just like frame references and like, okay, here's this setup, ghost here, scary shot here kind of thing, but nothing nothing
1: story-wise too deep.
2: So, uh, yeah, we're going to see where it's going to go. It's coming out uh, Amazon Prime, right?
1: Yep, Amazon Prime. And, you know, even if I were on the fence, like if, if I weren't already a big Simon Pegg, Nick Frost fan, which I am, yeah, I would watch the show because Malcolm McDowell, Is going to be Nick Frost's dad on the show, and he just berates him on live audio (laughs) constantly. Yeah, which might have been the funniest part on the trailer. Uh, But yeah, no, I mean it's like a kind of a send up of of, uh, like those ghost hunter shows that are on, and and, you know, but apparently there's going to be real ghosts as opposed to you know noises and fake EMF readings or whatever. Yeah.
2: Oh God. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, really excited for it and and uh you know, because one of our favorite shows in this podcast will be over by then, yes, and that would be the boys,
2: yes, very much so
1: Roger, are you caught up on the boys
2: uh not yet i I'm one episode behind
1: you son of a bitch
2: <laughs> i know i'm I'm going to be continually one episode behind every other week
1: okay <laughs> so by by Monday, I will be all caught up well, listen. Pay close attention to one scene in particular.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, you know, we, we, we got hints that there's, there's an asylum thing that, that uh, you know, Vought's got a thing going on at this asylum because we saw Sean Ashmore, a.k.a. Iceman from the X-Men movies. Nice. <laughs> the big reveals about him, uh, 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 who he is in relation to the boys' universe, uh, and then uh, there, there's a scene where, where Mother's Milk is getting choked, and I want you to pay attention to that scene in particular because... Take all kinds of notes because we're gonna have a discussion okay. about it. Because uh, that is was a scene to behold. <laughs> all right, I will, I will take
2: extra deep notes on the choking.
1: Yeah, and actually, and, uh, also on that episode, shocking revelations about Stormfront, the the Nazi connection, much more uh, relevant and in, in, in connected to the comics than I than I perhaps even thought.
2: Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Cool. So
1: I, I will say no more than that. I mean, we knew she was kind of Nazi-ish, but it's yeah, a, it's, she's a lot more nazi than maybe we thought.
2: <laughs> oh wow! Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'm uh, looking forward to finding that out.
1: Yeah, so we'll revisit that probably next week. We'll talk about episode six and seven. Yeah. And in ep- I don't know if you saw this on social media. This is on social media, so I don't, I, I can't consider this a spoiler because they told us this was yes. happening. But in episode seven, debuting tomorrow. Yes. We're gonna meet Billy Butcher's dad.
2: Oh yes. Did you see this? I, I think I, I saw some posts yeah. okay
1: so you're John noble will be <laughs> Billy Butcher's dad we are gonna have a mini 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 Lord of the Rings reunion on the boys <laughs> very nice very very nice indeed I, I I'm really excited about that I love John noble I was a big fan of the of fringe were you a fan of fringe on TV on Fox uh you know I didn't follow that one now oh okay it was it was very uh it started off very X-Files-like, and then uh, it was really great for three or four seasons, but I was not a fan of the final season, so. Ah, uh, okay. What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah,
2: I suppose. <laughs> That's how it goes sometimes,
1: right? It, uh, Raj, it's also been announced The Boys is getting a spinoff show. Really? Amazon Prime loves The Boys so much they're going to do a spinoff series about, uh, I guess the best way to describe it is Superhero College. Okay. A Vought-sponsored... Superhero College, where I guess teens will go to learn how to use their superpowers and become uh, deviants, basically, <laughs> in every sense of the word. Nice. Uh, not much more is known about the show. One of the, one of the uh, writers and is is moving over to that series and become an executive producer and, and kind of take the helm of it. Uh, okay. It sounds like a show that has a, the possibilities uh, it, to expand on some of the things that that Starlight has talked about. Uh, from her youth, like these youth yeah. groups that she was in. Sure. Uh, but also a, a chance to sort of reconnect with some of the comic books because one of the, when, when, the, when the boys was first starting out mm-hmm. uh, in the comics, the first co- uh, couple of arcs, they were going up against a group of teen superheroes. They were going, going up against like a the equivalent of Teen Titans, basically. Oh, no, that's funny. They, they weren't ready for the Seven yet. They had to cut their teeth on the teenage sidekick team. <laughs> <laughs> And this kind of sort of sounds like this might be like setting up potential other conflicts for for Billy Butcher and and everyone else to to take on down the road perhaps.
2: Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh I guess we don't really know the timeline on it either if it's going to be after, right?
1: No, yeah, we we I nothing nothing no details really known about the show, but but Amazon Prime uh The Boys is 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 off the charts successful for Amazon. Yeah. And I I think you can tell that just by watching the show because the the music they're playing during that series they have to yep. be shelling out shelling out massive cash
2: oh yeah like
1: yeah. like they're not getting like like low rent knockoff songs like no 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 they're getting like Rolling Stones and the Beatles you know everything like top tier music for this show and like oh, yeah. that costs cash ola mucho dinero yep <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Amazon is all in on the boys right now uh, and I, I I guess I couldn't be more excited because. That's the comic I was talking about that I have to go back and reread because I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the show has become different enough from the comic okay. that, it, that it does stand on its own. But I do want to reacquaint myself with the source material.
2: All right. In, you know,
1: between season three, between seasons two and season three, I'm like, okay, I should reread this because I'm, for, I'm forgetting things.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Have you had a chance to read much of the comic?
2: No, I have not delved into the comic at all. But mm. yeah, I would be interested in it.
1: Roger, sure. we're, we're staying at home a lot more now. You got, now's the time to read all the comics. This is true.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm trying to get my backlog taken care of. So
1: <laughs> that sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, have you, have you, Um, I guess I should ask. I mean, we should check in. Like, like, what have you been able to kind of keep yourself occupied with? I mean, things are opening up a bit more here in Southern California, at least for sure. now. I mean, who knows what'll happen next week? But uh, I mean, have you been able to kind of uh, reconnect with anything or, or you know what like what's entertaining you
2: yeah so basically when i've been at home uh you know other than just like watching stupid youtube videos on random stuff uh, i've been working on you know doing models just here and there kind of working on that they they take surprisingly long amount of time that's so detailed that, work man yeah it's 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 very difficult especially uh you don't want to. You don't want to have any drinks in your system, and you don't want to have shaky hands for it. So, you gotta you gotta really focus on those. Uh, that
1: is accurate. I... <laughs> it's
2: very very uh, very intensive, very focused work. There's on. a
1: reason reason why you shouldn't drink before you uh, do surgery, too. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you ever you played Operation after a couple shots? It's, uh, it's dicey at best. Yeah, just just does not work out. So it, it's <laughs> that liver, liver transplant is, is hinky. <laughs> yeah, it's a different
2: type of relaxation for sure. Uh, <laughs> other than that, uh, last night I actually just finished uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, so, hey, all right, nice. Yeah, so finally got through that. The ending part was as awesome as we uh, talked about. So, yeah, I was uh, pretty happy with that game. I might go through and see if I can hundred percent the game, uh, like in terms of like the trophies and stuff. There's only yeah. like a few stupid things here and there that I'm missing um but yeah we'll see uh other than that yeah i think i'm just gonna try to go back and finish some some games that i haven't gotten around to uh, going out i haven't really gone out too much there's like a couple places close by on third avenue uh in chula vista that i've been opening up uh so i'm just kind of doing patio seating out there maybe uh i, I posted recently i just had an oktoberfest Stein from tavern at the vogue i saw that photo yeah nice Really, really nice. They got some marks Marksman out there, so it's quite nice. A Stein of that is always good.
1: I gotta, you know, I gotta go down there and, and see our boy Q because I, I love that dude, and yeah. like his his uh, sensibilities are very on point with mine. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I need to check out the, that that spot, man.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I've I've always loved Tavern. I when it first opened up, I went in there and I didn't even know uh, Doctor Q was involved at all. Um, but you know, I walked in there and I see just a bunch of little Star Wars figures lined up in a little rack there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just like already a huge fan, and then I go in there. The food's great. The drinks are on point. Only place you can get a stein in town that I know of. So
1: yeah, and they have like, um, like legit Hofbrau steins, man. Like it's awesome. Yeah,
2: yeah, labeled and everything with the with the logo. So yeah, no, they're they're doing good stuff out there. So definitely would recommend. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of the only place I've been hitting up really that and Pariah here and there.
1: Yeah. I, I No, I, I dig that a hundred percent, man. I've been catching up on some comics myself. That's kind of been like my jam. I'm trying to catch up on comics. I'm trying to get back in the habit of reading more. Yeah, uh, yeah. But fucking TV, man, there's so much good shows to watch right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is difficult. You know, Lovecraft Country has been awesome on HBO. Uh, I've been enjoying that, that Ridley, Ridley Scott produced uh, Raised by Wolves. That show has been fucking weird and crazy okay they'll love craft country weird and crazy too so but on different scales of weird and crazy and then obviously the boys has been a big focus on for for this show for the podcast and, and for me personally so yeah for sure no very excited about that i got i got one more bit of news we we we've done really nicely today raj we've we've covered a lot in a little bit of time which is always good for us yeah we are very concise yeah, we we belt it out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, maybe we should start coming up with like, with like some more games for us to play or something like that. Because like you and I just gonna crush it.
2: Yeah, yeah, we
1: need something to slow us down. <laughs> <laughs> well, in theory, the beer should do that, but uh, maybe maybe not today. It has no effect. <laughs> so, a, a little bit of, of going back to like Disney Plus stuff. Uh, we we have a little tiny bit of Star Wars news, uh, and that is uh, that. Remember, there's a casting Andor show in development. Yes, Tony Gilroy, executive producing and writing most of that series, uh, was initially going to h- direct the first batch of episodes as well. Because okay. of COVID and because of uh, travel restrictions related to COVID nineteen, uh, he's had to to uh, step back from that. And yeah. uh, they have recently hired Toby Haynes to come aboard and direct the first few episodes of the casting Andor series. Uh, if you don't know Toby Haynes, you probably do if you've watched Black Mirror. <laughs> Did you? watch okay. Are you a Black Mirror guy?
2: You know, it's it's one that I've been meaning to check out, but never really looked into too much.
1: Well, there's one specific episode I, I, I would highly recommend recommend for for listeners of the, of this show. If you're not already a fan of Black Mirror, watch find the find the episode USS Callister. Okay. It it's a Star Trek, it's a twisted Star Trek parody episode. Okay. Uh, it's very fucked up, very crazy, uh, but it kind of shows. Uh, a, that Toby Haynes has the chops to handle. It's like some, some legit sci-fi space stuff. <laughs> nice. Yeah, USS Callister is the episode. I haven't... I haven't, I haven't I've, I've not gone all through Black Mirror because to me, some Some. of those episodes... Disturbing. <laughs> like, nice. Some, you know... I, I like shows like Black Mirror, but I can only handle them in small doses. <laughs> gotcha. Like, that's not a show for me to binge. That makes sense. <laughs> I'm very sensitive, you know. <laughs> Roger... That's all I got, bud. <laughs> we have completed our mission. We ha- we certainly have. Um, I'm I was going to
2: ask you actually about uh, if you looked into anything regarding the uh, the Pedro Pascal stuff with the Mandalorian. As far as I
1: as far as I can tell, it's still just a clickbait related article. I've seen nothing confirmed by any major media outlets. Okay. Now I've yeah, I mean, seen it,
2: but yeah, like likewise, I there's no real facts behind it that I can see. No, it was
1: just you know, I, uh, you know, the the internet can be a a, a fun and wonderful place, yeah. Um, but then <laughs> it can also be a cesspool of lies. <laughs> as, it's also as, true. Yeah, as people just want to get to get hits on their on their YouTube channel or whatever, and that that sort of seems to be what what this is about. I mean, mm. you know, there, there was a, a, a report a few months ago. And I say I use the word report loosely uh, because it was again another person with a YouTube channel who operates under a mysterious, you know, fake name, uh, <laughs> yeah. claiming that Disney is, was going to fire everybody at, in charge of Lucasfilm because you know the the Rise of Skywalker was quote unquote a, a disaster for the for yeah. the franchise. Um, but has that panned out? Does not seem so.
2: <laughs> Not as far as
1: we know. Yeah. Not as far as we know. Now, granted, maybe maybe, Disney, maybe Disney's letting contracts run out until the end of the year, and then in January you find out they're replacing everybody, and John Favreau's <laughs> in charge of the Star Wars universe from now on. I mean, who knows? I mean, that does sound pretty cool. <laughs> Listen, I, I, you know, I was thinking about this recently uh, because again, that that was a rumor that was going on a couple months ago. It seemed like total clickbait. Yeah, that that Kathy Kennedy and and whoever else was kind of overseeing Lucasfilm was going was going to be on the outs at the end of the year. And Uh and they were going to turn everything over to Favreau or or possibly Kevin Feige as well. And, you know, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know what? Let's not do that. (laughs) I like, I really like Favreau having this, his own little corner of the Star Wars galaxy where he's doing the Mandalorian. Okay. And I, you know, I went over some of his, 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 his quotes about the series initially, you know, about how he has like a 25 year period to play in. Uh, between yeah. the fall of the empire and then the Force Awakens, and I'm like, that's that's a great playground, you know, for 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 a, a character like, like the Mandalorian, like like stay in maybe stay in that, and then like if if Disney was like, hey, let's do a Mandalorian movie, yeah, then the groundwork's laid. I mean, we we have we'll have a couple of seasons of, of the show, and 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 great. Um, I, I guess I just wanted the Star Wars gal. Go- I I want Star Wars to be super accessible. Like I don't think it needs to be massive trilogies and it doesn't need to be you know Skywalker centric, which obviously supposedly is not going to be anymore, but who knows. There's yeah. also there's also been rumors that they're going to that they're going to uh, uh 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 find a way to do like a, to do like a soft reboot. And I'm like that doesn't make any sense either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah, the the soft reboot idea is almost uh uh, uh countered to everything that we we thought we knew about Star Wars.
2: Yeah, it's kind of going down a,
1: a different path. Yeah, a path we can't follow. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> they, they, you know, and they they cited things that happened on Star Wars Rebels, uh, because Star Wars Rebels, Rebels introduces a concept that could be used to manipulate time. Yeah, but again, that's not very Star Wars, and I would rather they did not do that.
2: Yeah, I just, I just don't like time travel. Just getting thrown into things, you know, I. Personally, like I, I look back at even stuff like Endgame, and I'm like, ah, I wish there was a better way they could have handled it, as opposed to like the time travel aspect. I mean, it wasn't bad by any means, but just when you throw time travel into things that never had a precedent for it, it kind of just opens the door for like a bunch of weird stuff, you know? So,
1: well, it's I- funny. It's, I mean, it's funny you say that because it does sound like it opened a door for a bunch of weird stuff, which is going to be the multiverse of madness. So, like, <laughs> it, it does sound like there was a bit of a, de- a design in that use yeah. of it but no i i agree with you like 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 time travel shouldn't be like your exit strategy yeah yeah
2: that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah. for
1: sure and again it it goes it's it's counter to everything we know about star wars to yeah. to all of a sudden introduce introduce time travel it, it's it's not star Wars-y, i suppose <laughs> yeah yeah i get that too yeah i mean for better or worse like if you like the sequel trilogy great if you don't well tough shit you know it, it just kind of <laughs> is what it is and you know, we have the Mandalorian. We have all these Disney Plus shows to look forward to Obi Wan and Cassian and 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 uh, you and I uh, have already plotted out a Darth Vader and a Lobot show. So I yes. mean, we're ready to go. It, yeah. it. I mean, who else? Who else should get a show? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> who needs a show? <laughs> you know, I mean, on I know they're doing the Cassian show. I. And it it doesn't seem like the paths would cross, but like I wouldn't be mad if they did like a Jin Erso and um, oh what was it? Uh, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Forrest Whitaker's character from from Rogue One.
2: Oh, Sagarrera. Sagarrera.
1: Like I'd love to see them like fighting against the Imperials as like guerrilla fighters. That'd be a fun show to watch.
2: Yeah, that'd be pretty cool too. Or you know, give
1: me a show that follows. Uh, uh I, I don't know if you if you've read the comic book series. Uh, uh, uh about the about the Crimson Guard. The the Imper- oh. I'm sorry, the Imperial Guard. Uh, the you know the oh. the red cloaked uh, guards yeah. of, of Emperor Palpatine, but uh-huh. they, they but like they're pretty badass like like assassins and stuff, and yeah. like that was a fun comic book like let's do a series about them and and do kind of cool stuff within the Imperials Impe- Imperial timeline. I, the Star Wars galaxy's rife. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that uh, the High Republic series too of of comics yeah. and novels coming soon. You know? Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. We, we haven't heard much
2: about it, but uh, I think a lot it of it was like delayed.
1: But it, it, it sounds like it's back on track for like uh, January, I think.
2: Yeah. So that'll be good. I think it was supposed to come out. Yeah. Like you said, uh, it was delayed. It should have been out this year. But
1: yeah. So we got that to look forward. And we got
2: uh, Squadrons coming out tomorrow.
1: Squadrons will be out. Yeah. At the end of this week. That's going to be exciting, man. I'm really pumped on that.
2: Yeah. So I'm, I'm uh, already got party, So I should be ready to play by midnight tonight.
1: Nice. <laughs> All right, yeah, I, honestly, I think that's uh, kind of all we got, Raj. I mean, we got, we got Squadrons coming out. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, they they bumped up the new Assassin's Creed game to November, so that's going to be pretty yeah, crazy. Sure. Uh, anything else going on video game-wise for you?
2: Uh, I was able to get my hands on a pre-order for the new Xbox, so
1: Uh-oh. that's cool. oh That'll be fun. <laughs> are, have you decided? Are you going uh Series X or, or Series S? I got the X, so
2: so we're going we're going hardcore.
1: Ooh, ooh la la.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, I'll be honest. I think I have to go X two. Yeah. Not X two, like the the Wolverine, you know, X Men movie. Not that X two. Um, <laughs> but I I just I I want the one that has the the drive still, so I can buy the game like a hard copy of the game. I'm not limited yeah. to downloads and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Plus the bigger hard drive. Come on, come on. Yeah, I think definitely the way to go. Yeah, I agree with you, buddy. All right, I th- I, again, I, we crushed the news, Roger. I think we did it. <laughs> we finished it. All right, man. I'm gonna let you go. I think that, I think that's a podcast for the week. Sounds good, man. You can go and we can watch the Padres play and see if they get knocked out of the playoffs today. <laughs> we shall see. Or if they can prolong the season one more day. <laughs> Alright, Roger, thank you so much for joining me. You're you are the one, the only Roger Smith, aka Jedi Raj. He's at Jedi Raj on Twitter, on Instagram. And uh Roger, do you have any, any words of wisdom for the people?
2: Um at this point, just looking forward to some Star Wars stuff, so may the force be with you.
1: <laughs> they, <laughs> that's all we need on this podcast. Thanks, Roger. I will talk to you very, very soon.
0: Will do. Wanna
1: see my lease. Hey, all right, there it is. That's the conversation with Roger Smith, aka Jedi Raj, the, the number one partner on this podcast. That's right, Reagan. I said number one for, for Roger. You got some work to do, buddy. Anyways, uh so glad Roger could join me for this for this big news centric episode of the of the of the Tomcast podcast. A podcast. Uh, so much to go through today. Marvel was just, just dropping news left and right. Uh, I love being able to share that, that story about Aldous Hodge and his, his mom taking a picture of, of me with him, of all things. Um, and we talked a little bit about the boys. I would have loved to get into it a little bit more, but I didn't want to ruin it for Rod because, uh, yeah, there's there's some stuff. If you've seen episode six of the of the boys this season, you know what I'm talking about. And we can't ruin it for Roger. we got to let him experience that moment all on his own. All right, with that being said, I think this show's coming to a close we're a little over an hour already, uh, but it's been a fast hour. I think uh, I think this will be a solid show. Uh, you know, a little bit more in in lieu of what we normally do. You know, maybe you're still recovering from that massive two and a half hour podcast episode we did for Big Trouble in Little China, and and then listen. Let me ask you, let me ask you all a, a question. Do you like the podcast in a in a big full length episode like that, or should I have split it up into into two shows? What would what would you have preferred? I opted for the for the one single length episode because I was like, well, if they want to take a break, they can hit pause, and you can listen to it whenever whenever you're ready. But it, it's there; it is. It's ready for you, as is at that moment, and it, you get the whole thing at your at your listening leisure. But if you think I should have split up into two episodes, which I have heard some people say already, uh, let me know. Let me know what you think. All right, you know where we where to find me at Tomcast Podcast, on Instagram at Twitter. Uh, also, TomCastPopCast at gmail.com if you want to email me. A lengthy, lengthy email of why I should have split it up into two episodes. Um, and that's that's the best way to get a hold of me. Social media, you got the email right there. If you're enjoying the show, if you're enjoying what we're doing over here on the Tomcast Podcast, a.k.a. PopCast, head on over to patreon.com forward slash TomCastPopCast and you can become an official member of Pophead Nation and get access to all the super cool, super sweet bonus content. Bonus content. I just dropped a new video for the for the members at the $5 tier. Hope people have had a chance to check that out. Hope you're enjoying the recommendations, the podcast Reads segments that we're doing on Patreon. Thank you to my current Patreons. Thank you to the the Aspinel Chodi, the Batman of Bay Park, Mr. Jeff Nail, co-host of the fantastic music podcast, The Ringing Ear. I recommend it highly. Thank you to Evil Circle, the evilest of all the evil circles, the Squidmaster General, Brian Broussard, and the New Jersey Devil himself, Mark Wegemer. Finally, please subscribe to this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, whatever platform you prefer. We should be on it, and if we're not, let me know. I'll make sure we get on it. Leave us a five-star review if you can that helps us out tremendously and goes a long, long way to getting the word out about what we're doing here at the TomCast Podcast, and uh, uh, gets more people uh, interested in what we're doing and, and listening to, to the show and, and hopefully having as much fun as you're having listening to it. So again, I thank you all for listening. Uh, it is my absolute pleasure to to do this podcast for everyone. And hey, we're going to be back next week at the, at, the, the, at the latest next week. Maybe I'll drop one sooner. You don't know. I got all kinds of tricks up my sleeves. Anyways, thank you all so much for listening. My name is Tom. I am the host of the TomCast podcast, a.k.a. PopCast. Uh, if you have a chance, please check out the other podcasts that are part of the 3BZ network of podcasts. Head over to check out Beer Night in San Diego. A great show with my friends Cody, Noah, and Mike talking about great local San Diego beers. And the, my newest venture on the 3BZ network is Mando Vision, a Star Wars-focused podcast. Specifically based around The Mandalorian, but encompassing all things Star Wars at the same time. So check those out if you get a chance. And again, thank you so much for the continued support. It means the world to me. I will be here doing these uh, until someone yanks the microphone from my cold dead hands. And as we close the show, we close it out the way we always close it out. Ciao, babes.
0: What does Marcellus Wallace look like? What? What country are you from? What? what What ain't no country I ever heard of. They speak English and what? What? English, motherfucker! Do you speak it? Yes! Then you know what I'm saying. Yes. Describe what Marcellus Wallace looks like. What? Say what again. Say what again. I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. He's, he's black. Go on. He's bald. Does he look like a bitch? What? Does he look like a bitch? No! Then why you try to fuck him like a bitch, Brett? He did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did, Brett. You tried to fuck him. No. My sons, no. Wallace, don't like to be fucked by anybody except Mrs. Wallace. We're not gonna be fucking sucked this year. <laughs> We're the Stanley Cup champions. Yeah